0: what is up everyone welcome to the cubcooker supernatural podcast i am back i had a nice little vacation and we are back live today welcome as everyone jumps in the chat today we're going to be talking about the idea that we are perpetually always and forever chasing ghosts so this is going to be a really interesting podcast today had a lot of ideas while I was on vacation. I took a little bit of a hiatus this weekend. What's up, Jacob? How are you doing, man? 74 Leathercraft in the house. Annie, what is up? Welcome, Steven, Welcome. Stephanie, welcome. What's up, Jacob? I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, and I hope everybody is. So today I'm going to talk about, this is going to be kind of the intro to a series that we're going to be doing on Paranormal research, kind of a paranormal research 101. Now, before you click off or turn the podcast off, you're like, no, I'm not into paranormal, like, especially the ghost stuff that's weird, that could be demonic, blah, blah, blah. Just trust me, stay here for this podcast because even if you don't intend to ever go and actually experience the paranormal research, this, like every episode I do, has another layer of it, an esoteric layer, a deeper layer that I'm going to uncover that you can literally, you don't have to buy any equipment. You don't have to go say, hey, I'm gonna go into a, a haunted place and go look for ghosts, or I'm gonna go out and look for aliens or anything like that. You can just say, hey, wait a minute. This is something really important to understand, especially the four elements that make up each human being in every area of our life. I'm gonna talk about some yogas today that are gonna be really interesting. I did a lot of uh, research this weekend, a lot of listening to podcasts and books, uh, started reading some new books, really just got a lot of downloads, a lot of perspective on my life, and I want to tell you a story about my trip that's going to tie into this whole understanding of what paranormal research is, uh, because it's literally something we do every day, no matter if you know you do it or not. You are researching, experiencing, and seeking the supernatural every day because these bodies that we have, if you go back to ancient spiritual sciences or you go into modern quantum sciences, then you understand that we are not just this physical form. We're interacting with a field. We're transcending time and space through our thoughts, our actions, our manifestations. Uh, We're not what we've been told and we're not what we seem And we're not what we are when we just look in the mirror and go, that's me. Because if that were true, and this is a quote from a podcast I listened to with Sadaguru, if you've ever listened to him, I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. I highly recommend that episode. Joe Rogan interviewing Sadaguru. He talks about the four types of yogas. And then he goes into detail on the fact that we are not our bodies. And if we were then every time a loved one passed away, we would just cryo-freeze that body, hang it on the wall in our house, or put a, a, a tube up with that body in it, and we have our loved one. Yay, isn't that wonderful? Because that person is still there because that person was the body. No, that's not true, nor do we hear any spiritual guru, any ascended master speak that way, nor do we logically think that way. Yet when we think about ourselves, we think about our friends and family, we imagine them as that physical form, that embodiment of that person. And so this is very, very interesting. Uh, Fontel, what is up? Welcome. Jason, what's up, man? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day, my friend. Um, so when we get into this whole yoga thing, this is not just, uh, an Eastern mysticism thing. This is something we all interact with every day. And I'm going to share the four types of yogas according to Sadaguru today. Uh, and then I want to share my interpretation of what it means to go out and be a paranormal researcher, uh, or investigator. So, uh, 74 Leathercraft says, that's why I've not gone to my brother's grave. It's just a shell. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and you know, we, we like keep those people alive by interacting with the memories of them, uh, manifesting characteristics of them on this earth. Um, you know, things that we learn from them, you know, I know Jacob has a lot of things that he still does that are, you know, kind of from his brother that he learned from him, that he was mentored by him and he's continuing the manifestation of that spirit. Um, and if you start looking at this Eastern mysticism, you start to understand, a whole different thing about life and death and we're going to be getting into that especially as we get into the winter months november december january february we're really going to be looking more into all this stuff because it ties into the whole of what we're doing here on this channel and if you've never been here before my name is jacob Cooker. my friends call me cub and you should call me cub too this is the cub Cooker supernatural podcast we are a community of people dedicated to looking at life through the lens of faith, paranormal, and spirituality uh, to understand what our existence really is. And we don't look at one specific, specific set of doctrines or beliefs um, now, I was raised in a Christian household, so a lot of what I talk about may kind of come from that background, especially a biblical studies background because I do understand a lot of the Bible more than any of these other texts that we read through. But I think it's super important as we continue with this we're reading Book of enoch we 're reading the Bhagavad Gita here um i'm reading the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Uh, we read the Holy Bible. We're we're getting a, a bigger picture of what's going on here. And the idea of chasing ghosts is this idea of chasing a feeling that we've never experienced before. So why is that important? Because this idea of chasing a feeling that we've never felt before. I think it was Mike Rowe uh, was talking about this. There's actually a, a syndrome or like a... a a name for this experience. Uh, and the Germans have a name for it, which I certainly can't pronounce, I wish I could. Um, and then there's actually a, you know, a, a, an English name for it. And it's basically when you experience this feeling, this longing, this nostalgia for something that you've never had, never been to, never experienced, never seen, touched, tasted, or felt. It's like this supernatural connection to a time and a place that may not even exist in this reality. And it's the weirdest thing that I've experienced ever since I was a little kid. I could literally be driving, you know, on a vacation and look at a little cabin in the woods and see the light on and the smoke coming out of the chimney and I could just like put I could immediately be in that place. Put myself in that place. And in some understandings I'm actually transcending out of my body into that time and place. Does it exist? Well, it exists in that reality in my psyche. We talked about the psyche the other day. And so now I'm transcended into that cabin. I'm having coffee or tea on the porch there, sitting by the fire. And it's like, I don't even know what the inside of this place looks like. But immediately I have this whole story play out in my head. And it's not just in my head. It's in my heart it's in the action of going there and actually, you know, I, I can like walk around in it. You know, it's it's just this huge imaginative experience. And so what really is that? And what really are we all chasing? There's this this huge community of people, and they go out and they go into haunted places that have a lot of history. A lot of history. And I'm gonna give you guys the key to starting paranormal research. You guys that are experiencing stuff, we got people on here who experience extraterrestrials, people that experience apparitions, people that experience, um, you know, crypt cryptid uh, type of uh, creatures, you know, Bigfoot, uh, Sasquatch, things like that. What's up, Space Case? Lots of love. Happy to catch you live today. Thank you for being here. What's up, Annie? How are you doing? Uh, I missed uh, you and all of you. Yes, thank you, Annie, for being here uh circuit says love your content thank you so much circuit um so one common thing between like all of these ghost hunters we'll talk about ghost hunters today specifically because we're talking about ghost hunting if you want to get into ghost hunting it's definitely a fun really interesting thing and i think one of the things we can do to focus on it is not just the experience of going there and finding data to support the idea that there's a ghost on this property or this, this space, you know. Um, if you go into like New England area, there's a ton of outdoor places that have apparitions. It's not always just this, these indoor places. So one of the common things that ties all of these these paranormal researchers together, specifically the ones that really expound upon the stories of these, these ghosts or apparitions, is the idea of history his story or her story, understanding why the ghosts are connected to that place. Whether you believe they are energies, whether you believe they are memories, whether you believe they are other realms or timelines colliding with ours, whether you believe that they're actual disembodied spirits, I can't tell you what to believe. I can't even tell you what I believe because there's data to support all of these different ideas. I'm just perpetually curious. And so the way I want to teach this whole paranormal research thing, because we have a lot of people on here that are interested in it, including myself, I would love to go on some of these, you know, CE5 the extraterrestrial experiences that we talked about, Dr. Stephen Greer, uh, with his protocols, all of that stuff. Um, It's very interesting, in my opinion, that there's like, Not only paranormal research, but there's so many different subsets of it. There's people that literally look for only Sasquatch. There's people that literally look only for extraterrestrials. People that literally look only for skinwalkers or only for ghosts and apparitions. And so what ties all of this together? What's up, Shaman? How are you doing, brother? What ties all of this together is the history. You wouldn't even look in that place if there hadn't been reports of experiences there before. Now, of course, cognitive bias plays into all of this. When we want to believe something, we experience that more. But again, we've talked about cognitive bias on this channel being more than just a phenomenon that's a a brain phenomenon, but rather it being seeing is believing, believing is seeing. And that we're actually manifesting the reality that we live in. And now while that is a trip, that is a mind-blowing idea, we're starting to get more data scientifically that that might actually be part of this whole multiversal theory. God is big enough to create billions of me. He's big enough to create billions of you, by the way. Because if you're not your body, how many other yous are there in other universes experiencing the life force of you the consciousness of you that is connected to the divine consciousness because we are all inherently pieces of god returning back to god why did christ even step foot on the earth not to get super biblical here this is not a religious channel uh we welcome all races religions orientations we don't care where you do or do not go to church we don't care what the color of your skin is and we don't care who you're married to here but what we do care about is exploring the reality and the timelines we live in and understanding how the divine creator, whatever you call him, that's one of the presuppositions we have on this channel is that there is a divine creator because I see so much evidence for it. We're even starting to see that the universe where we thought it was this like big expanding thing, there is some data coming out now, and I can't prove this, and I'm not a scientist, but some that I've seen, and you can go research it for yourself, always research for yourself, states and shows that the universe is actually a set of mathematical beauty. And it's actually a set of fractals built in together. And it everything is laid out in an actual order. And while it looks random, the more you zoom out, the more macro you get, the more the less random it looks and the more uniformity it has in its geometry. And so it's really, really interesting when you get into understanding all of this uh thank you jason uh only diz says that's cool mandy face says paranormal excursions yes absolutely i would love to do some of those by the way love 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 to do some of those and i'm you know one of the things that this may lead to next year uh is me being able to go on the road in the summer and go to some of these places interview people have them on our podcast people that own these you know places up in the Northwest, you know, we live down here in West Texas and there's almost nothing down here because there was, you know, there's just not a lot here. We had a lot of Native Americans here, obviously, that got, you know, pushed off, you know, and I won't get into the whole history of that. But we know there were there were terrible things done in the taking over of the land here. Um, and so you have some historical sites with those experiences, not so much in West Texas, not that those things hap- didn't happen here, but. Not like they did down in Austin or in Houston or in those areas where you had people actually coming in from the coast and moving across. So, And I'm not a historian on all of that. But I know like you go to Galveston and the paranormal activity in Galveston is just mind-blowing. Like everything is haunted there. Oh, it's just a tourist scam. Well, sure, you can think that. But again, all of this comes from his story, his story or her story. Someone told you something that planted an idea in your head, and then you went and looked into it for yourself, and you either experienced or didn't experience that phenomenon, so you became either a believer or a skeptic. Or you may be in the middle like me, and where you've experienced weird things your whole life, you still question, are they your own mind, or are they reality? What is it? And what is the difference between our own minds and realities? And again, the more we research and understand as a society, the more we understand that we're not what we really think we are. We label ourselves as advanced animals when really we are a creation uh, in and of ourselves. And while there may be similarities in genetic makeups across the board, we are still a divinely created specific entity on this planet who not only has ideas and thoughts and the ability to use tools, but we have a consciousness that actually connects to a divine consciousness so that we can manifest that divinity upon this planet. Uh, what's your biggest uh, strands of reality that point to a creator? To me, the be- just the beauty and the organization of the universe. You know, you, you can... There's two camps there. Everything is chaos and everything is perfectly balanced and beautiful. And to me, you know, one of the, the, my favorite scriptures, it says ever since the beginning of time, my unseen qualities have manifest in those things, which are seen in my creation. Therefore they are without excuse for not knowing me. And that's a long way around of saying God is in everything. You've heard the saying, the devil is in the details. Well, I propose God is in the details. Sadhguru talked yesterday on the Joe Rogan podcast that I heard. I think the podcast was from 2018 maybe. But I listened to it yesterday for the first time. And one of the things he said was the idea that we are a, a symbiote of this earth. This This is basically our prison because we are dirt we you know if you look at genesis 2 as a separate creation story as a maker story we are made from the earth bound from the earth and we're going back to the earth so that can't be us that can't be all of our existence you can't just have 80 years to get it right or you're screwed right so what are we really how do we transcend that idea that we are locked in this prison We keep trying to get out, keep trying to get out and get to other planets and stuff. Yeah, we're sending drones and stuff and whatever, but we haven't sent a human yet. And I propose that we're stuck here because this is where we're supposed to experience right now. And you have people like Christ that came and he came to unlock and return us back to God. And we spent thousands of years trying to worship Christ rather than becoming him and returning to God. Kevin says see a therapist. Probably? Probably we probably all need to see one, right Kevin? I bet you do too. I know I do. That's why we have this awesome group here. That's why I read. That's why I'm perpetually curious. I'm perpetually obsessed with this idea this knowing from a little kid from when I was a kid that that I'm something more than what I see in the mirror and what I experience. And these transcendent moments of realizing that like I'm not in my body. Somebody said if only therapy was free. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you feel like it's a prison, but it's just like growing up in your parents' home. Very good, very good, owl of time. Good uh, good point there. And I really like that analogy too. Like we're in a home right now, we're in a a growth process, our spirit is maturing let it mature everyone's fighting for comfort all the time everyone's fighting for comfort and nobody wants to put in the work we have all this stuff going on on the planet and everybody wants comfort that's the the become the biggest thing is like our survival now is comfort not survival And the biggest points of growth in my life are the points when I'm scared shitless. Sorry for the language today, guys, but I'm just saying, like, those are the biggest points. I just went through the biggest, one of the biggest growth spurts in my life spiritually. And it was because I lost everything. I made that agreement with the divine, with the creator that, hey, I'm ready for more and I'll give all of this back. I know you'll give me, you know, infinitely more for what I'm willing to, like, I put it all on the table. It's yours. You lead me into this new understanding, this new direction, lead me into my life's work and I'll give all this back. And and guess what? We made an agreement and he he upheld his end. And as soon as it started, I'm going, oh God, what's happening? What's go-? And then, you know, I remember, wait a minute, I made an agreement with him. Wherever two or more agree on earth, it is made in heaven. Is that just two people or is that two parts of you? And I want to talk about the four types of yoga today. What does this have to do with ghosts? This absolutely has to do with ghosts. So there's four types of yoga, and this, this is over at uh, sadhguru.org, S A D H G U R U.org. And it's actually Isha, I S H A, dot S A D h g u r u.org sadaguru.org if you want to go read it it's over there Um, and there's a lot more after that as far as the article goes but this is about karma bhakti kriya and gana, or nana however you want to say it so karma yoga so if you don't understand if you're here in the west and by the way until yesterday i was of the assumption that yoga is stretching it's just this Oh, we're going to do this. And, you know, I do a little yoga before I play Frisbee with Jacob. You know, I do that. Try not to throw out the back, all of that stuff. That's not really what yoga is, guys. And if you look at at Sadaguru's website here, uh, I love this quote. It says, yoga simply means to be in perfect tune. And so the four types of yoga are about tuning your four elements This ties into paranormal research tools because the number one paranormal research tool is you. You are the best technology to explore any of this, by the way. And I'm going to share with you at the end of this, some actual technology you can go pick up if you want to start, you know, doing this, maybe filming some stuff, getting some audio recordings. Uh, I've got a cool camera available that actually shoots in, uh, it's called FLIR where you can see all the different, uh, colors and those colors are actually the heat signatures and so it's not seen with a visible eye it's actually seeing spectrums that we can't see so it's a really really cool um really cool technology uh aaron says where's the place to get a spirit box i'm gonna have that on the website i added two items today over at CubCooker.com. by the way c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com that's the url we're gonna keep that one I've tried the dot me and all the other stuff but cubcooker.com c u b k u k e r.com simple everybody's used to the dot com that will forward you right over to the stand store with all of the stuff it's got my book on there uh, we've got the team membership that we've talked about which I'll talk more about that at the end um, and then we've got the paranormal tools that I'm putting on there in my Amazon shop because I've I'm a big tech guy and I understand good tech and bad tech and there's a lot of lists out there for paranormal research and they've got a lot of junk on it and so i'm sourcing some really high quality stuff this is not a list that you can just go buy well i mean if you can go buy all of it that's incredible good for you but i mean this is going to be tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment on there like high-end stuff that if you if you really want to start researching this the FLIR camera is like 800 bucks but uh again if you have activity going on in your area and you really want to capture it more this might be something you could even start creating content around it and sharing it on platforms like TikTok, YouTube, Facebook um and that would be an awesome awesome way uh to go ahead and step into uh manifesting these passions that you have especially if it's something that's really really like you know hits you every day and you're like I got to document this. I want to know more. I If you're like me, you're you're perpetually curious on all of these levels, and these four levels of karma here are of yoga here. They're karma, bhakti, kriya, and nana. So karma um, on Sadhguru's website says if you can joyfully involve yourself in any activity, that is karma yoga. So karma yoga, then bhakti yoga. If you use your emotions and try to reach the ultimate, we call this bhakti yoga. Or the path of devotion. Kriya yoga is with the path of kriya. You're not seeking realization. You also want to know the mechanics of life making. So, uh, and then uh, nana yoga is uh, what I know. I know what I do not know. I do not know. This is nana, and that's g n a n a. And I'm sure I'm butchering the the uh, pronunciation of those. But basically, these are four elements of you, the the four elements of you that are the most real. And this is interesting. I'll get to some comments in a minute, guys, by the way. Sorry, I see a lot of comments, but I got a lot to spit out today. so. So karma, you know, we have basically you have nana, which is mind. Karma is like body and actions. Bhakti is going to be your heart, your emotions and Kriya is going to be your energies. And that's more than, you know, that's tying together a lot of the different chakra energies. And if you unify all of these, then you're getting somewhere. John Thornton says, uh, great stuff, Cub. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, John. So why are these important to paranormal research or chasing ghosts? Because these are going to help. Somebody said I need therapy earlier. Great. Yeah, here you go. That's my therapy. I can't tell you what therapy to go to or you need or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not discounting any therapists or anything like that. This is not health advice, not mental health. Uh, nobody should be ashamed of having to talk to someone. By the way, I've done it before many times. We all have to find help. The worst thing we can all do is say, I don't need help. I need help. Annie says, you're my therapy. Thank you, Annie. I appreciate that. But know what help you need. You know what help you need. And you need to be honest about that outside of any fear of judgment. And I had to do that with myself. We all need help. We all need help. And for me, yoga, these yogas that I'm learning about are my help. I've studied the Bible my entire life. And I've been told to follow Jesus. He'll fix everything. And I just didn't experience that, guys. I'm sorry. Some people do, and that's great. But my real question is, is like, what did Christ actually teach? What did he actually come to tell us? And the more I dig into that, the more I understand about it and the more it leads me to the Eastern mysticism. Why is that important? Because it's that narrow path. I've had to break free of the predefined path for me and find my own narrow path. And that's really interesting when it comes to all of this paranormal research that we love to talk about. Um, so karma, bhakti, kriya, and and nana yoga, again, all of which are a part of you. And I'm not a, I'm not a you know trained mystic in this, so this is just mainly for your information and my information. But the more I learn about this, the more I'm going to share with you guys, and we're going to share a lot more of this in our private group that we have going. That's going to be launching uh, later this month. We've got some really cool stuff coming with that. Um, But the karma, the bhakti, the kriya, and the nana. I'm a big mental guy. I love to like know things. I love knowledge and gnosis. But I also am a very emotional person. I've got like that heart energy. When when someone passes away in my circle. I have like that empathy. Like that deep feeling. Feeling of it, I don't even have to like know that person personally it's just like this emotional outpouring from me but I also am starting to feel and understand energy fields and that I can actually interact with them again life is an interaction and an exchange of energy that's all life is all the time an exchange of energy back and forth and that Kriya yoga is kind of an exploration of that energy And, you know, we know we can funnel energy. You can look at the electromagnetic spectrums around a person. It's not just about the heart. It's not just about the brain. And it's not just about what we do. It's about what we do, what we feel, what we think, and the energy that we project from ourselves with all of those. So why does this tie in to paranormal research? Before I jump off, because I've got more research to do today and more admin stuff to do around all of this, but I really wanted to come live and give you guys um, a little bit of a download from my weekend. And I'm going to tell the story about the weekend on the the second episode of this this afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. But all of this is important because there are tools. There are tools all around us. In fact, you're a tool and I'm a tool. And that's been turned into a really negative connotation. But we have this technology. We have biological technology and spiritual technology that we have access to. And these four types of yogas tie together for our enlightenment. Some people are going to manifest more on one end or the other. Obviously, I've got like a lot of that emotion but that emotion kind of leads me to the energy spectrums and starting to understand more of that and and like the, the nature of reality. But I also have adopted this idea when I started this podcast. And that was, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to tell you anything or teach you anything. I'm here to explore with you. That's why this podcast is successful. That's why we are growing by the hundreds and even thousands a week. That's why this is going places, and that's why absolutely shaman said travel the world. Travel the world. That's that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to get out there. We're going to travel. We're also going to travel mentally, emotionally. We're going to physically travel, and we're also going to travel with our energy, sending energy out into the universe, sending intention. Intention. Not just the emotion of it. Emotion can stay right around you. But when you take that emotion, you take that gratitude. You take that feeling of light and oneness and you project it out and you expand where your body is. Because your body is not just here. It is your, bo- your, your real body, your light body, your transcendent body. Amen, Abel. Amen. It expands from your physical body. Can I prove it no I can't prove it there's data to back it up there's data to refute it you're gonna live in the reality that you gratify that you seek that you feed Uh, Lucas says I'm gonna call you out the Holy Spirit tells me you are an agent of Satan and I rebuke you in Jesus name Lucas thank you I've been called worse I appreciate you brother I pray for your enlightenment Uh, This is something that's taken me years to deprogram and break out of this whole Holy Spirit thing. If you, if you believe in Jesus and you believe his work uh, and what he came to do, it was finished. He said, it is finished. He gave the Holy Spirit until he returned and then he returns and we're supposed to go straight to God because we're his kids. I'm sorry. Nobody can take that away from me. You can't take it away from me, Lucas nobody can take it away from me that i am a child of the living most high god not the extraterrestrial gods not the pantheons the most high the one that organized created and keeps everything moving no matter what mythology you want to look at or believe in i don't care but i do believe and i do love honor respect worship and follow the living god And as we look into all of this stuff that's super interesting with energies and specters, apparitions, orbs, ghosts, it's a time of Halloween here. Let's make sure that we focus our energy collectively on bringing light and love to the world. Because we can chase ghosts, but those disappear in the darkness, guys. And while it is fun and interesting, and I think everybody should try it once... I've gotten to be on a couple of ghost hunts in my life where I was very skeptical and even afraid of like what they were and am I going to end up with a demon or what all of this stuff. I think it's really, really interesting. Lucas says your anger isn't on me. I'm just acting on the spirit and it tells me to. What spirit are you acting on Lucas? There's many, many spirits and you have millions of people that claim the Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit told me this, but that is in direct disagreement with each other. And I will tell you the one thing Christ taught is look for the fruit. Look for the fruit. The Holy Spirit doesn't disagree with itself. It doesn't contradict itself. Yet the Bible does over and over and over. The Holy Spirit is that spirit of truth and oneness and light and love. And the transcendence of this physical reality and the limitations we have. Why do we call our membership the team membership? Because we're transcending, we're transcending this reality. We're transcending all, all of our prior limitations, all of our prior hurts and all of the stuff, right? We're elevating, ascending, and manifesting this reality together. Uh, Get behind me, Satan, Lucas says. Hey, we gotta have a couple of haters in the comments, right? We gotta have them. You don't have some haters, you don't have any, you don't have any supporters, right? So, um, let's see. People talk about uh, Jesus usually dogmatic, uh, but you aren't. Thank you for your perspective. Thank you, Angel Appleseed. I appreciate that. Deannon says, "Team, absolutely." Angel a- Appleseed says, "Exactly." Annie Logan says, "But we love you." Yes, Lucas, we love you, and I promise you keep coming back, man. We're just gonna flood you with love and light. Like that's what we're going to do. I mean, unless you're just being really destructive and then you're not being the spirit there. God isn't a destructor. He's a creator. And although that stuff in the Old Testament, all the destruction, that's not the God you think it is. Or at least I don't believe it is. I believe Jesus came to reveal a new God and return us to that new God and defeat the old gods. That's what I believe. I believe there was a battle in the air that was documented that we don't even have access to that. I believe Christ did what he said he was going to do. And he came and he he returned the people back to the father so that we can worship in spirit and in truth. That's what I believe, but I can't tell you what to believe. We've got a lot of beautiful people in here that believe and experience different things. And that's what we're here for to celebrate that, to unite that, Because we're stronger united than we are separated. You have a lot of systems and a lot of people, Lucas, playing that card of the accuser. Don't be the accuser. That's the Satan. And you come in saying I'm that, yet you come in with the same accusations of the accuser. Fancy Pants says, totally agree with you, Cub. Thank you very much. Uh, Let's see. Building community, common unity. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Lee Peraza uh, go check out my episode called is Yahweh the Father of Christ it's on uh, my YouTube channel you can go check it out there's a whole hour episode where I go through a lot of the different data we'll do more later Uh, I may be wrong on that but there's a lot of data to back up the idea that Christ came to bring a new God a new law a new way of life a new way of ascension And he was actually speaking out against the worship of these old extraterrestrial gods, including the God Yahweh. And that he never referred to that God as his father. In fact, how he speaks of his father is completely in contrast to the actions and the character of the God of the Old Testament. So, And I say that with love. Someone who loves God, who loves Christ, who wants to embody Christ... Who believes that we are sharing a christ consciousness i say that in love so um approach all of my content with an i don't know attitude and a i will continue the research don't take my word for it i'm just here to share the data spark the ideas within this community and continue my search john thornton says exactly Cub, thank you so much thank you guys i appreciate you and lucas we love you brother uh you're welcome back here anytime Uh, but come back with love and light brother the holy spirit will give you love and light the true holy spirit the mother the mother is a comforter the mother brings love and unity restoration great uh, agape gal says yahweh gives me loki vibes god of deceitment absolutely absolutely So come back this afternoon. We're going to be talking more about paranormal research. I'm going to share some of the tools. Um, Listen, all, I love you guys. All of you, especially you cub and the Holy spirit is the mother that we can um, agree on. Yes. Yes. Lucas. Thank you, Lucas. I appreciate you. Love and light brother. Come back for more of my content. I promise you we've got some good stuff going on here. I'm, and I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that I'm exploring all of this stuff. And I'm one of the few people willing to do it because I do get put on display by the spirit that you just brought to me of your new age, your are evil, you're doing this. You Guys, I'm just here because you guys had the questions and so do I. And what's the what's the most demonic thing we can do? Just shove it down and try to forget about it rather than open it up, put light on it, and explore it together. Thank you, guys. I love you. Have a beautiful afternoon. I will see you this afternoon. I'll be back with more. Uh, We're going to talk more about this concept. You can check out the team membership. This is kind of my version of a Patreon, and it'll be coming through email. We're going to have a Zoom meeting with the team once a month. uh, We've got some other cool value in that, free resources, private trainings, All kinds of stuff, just going more down the rabbit hole with what we're doing here, but more of the stuff that I can't even unpack on here. This is gonna be launching later this month. If you wanna get in as one of the pre-funding members of this, you can get it for nine bucks right now. Once that goes away, you will not get it for nine bucks. Mark my words. This is, I, I literally am giving it away now and everything from the nine dollars a month will be just to pay for the memberships i need to complete it so i'll be making zero dollars once i close the nine dollars a month and then when i open it back up uh it's going up to at least $19.99 we're actually going to do a stepped tiered. the final price of this because i believe in the value that i'm bringing with this this is not a beg for money membership this is a go deeper we're training together we're ascending together it's people that really believe in what I'm doing here in this community is going to be $60 a month. Whoa, that's cr- No, really? I promise you the value is going to be there. I'm going to over deliver for $60 a month. We've got some incredible stuff that's coming with this. And the only way we can continue to do it is by having a premium membership. And so $9 a month is giving it away, but you guys that have stepped out and pre-funded it, you're the ones that are a part of this community from the beginning and I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for doing that. You know things are expensive. So just the Zoom membership to do the group is going to cost me 100 bucks a month. So that's part of this pre-funding. Just so I can even do the team membership. That's why I'm doing this right now. And for you guys that have been here to support from the beginning. So anyway, enough about that. Remember, we're all chasing ghosts. What's the history of them? What's his or her story? What's your story? What's my story? What apparitions is that manifesting? Yes, this is a crystal ball. This is a mirror. These are all technologies, but I'm telling you, you are the ultimate technology. And I'm going to offer some technologies through. We've got a brand new tab over on the website at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. It says paranormal research tools. That's going to take you over to my Amazon page. And right now I've got a FLIR camera on there and a Zoom Q8N 4K video recorder, which will get you high quality audio and high quality video. I'm also going to have some ultra zoom cameras there for you guys that are doing uh, extraterrestrial research. We're also going to have uh, some of the ghost boxes, uh, EMF readers, stuff like that. It's important for me to offer those technologies because that's something I can't give you. I can teach you the psychology, the philosophy, the spirituality, the deeper esoteric understanding of what you're researching. But I can't go out there and do it for you. And if as I go on my tour next year and I get to go and speak at conferences and God opens up these doors and we're doing something unique here. We're exploring all of this as a supernatural package, faith, spirituality and paranormal one of the few people doing that. And I'm really thankful to be able to do what I'm doing. And it's because of you guys. So thank you. Here's another cool AI image that I made. Um, We've got a really good episode this afternoon. So don't miss it. We're going to talk more about part two of Chasing Ghosts. What does that mean in your life? Um, what does that mean emotionally, physically, spiritually? Uh, and then with the energies, the actual sciences of that. So... We're going to talk about this more this afternoon, but I hope this was a good intro for you guys. Uh, Again, everything in love and light. Um, Always, always, always seek light and love. Service to others. Unity uh, with yourself, with others, and ultimately with our divine creator. I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. I'm going to see you this afternoon. Peace.